What's up guys, welcome to Indian Markets with KR, episode number 51. This is going to be a Muhura trading special. I'm recording this after the Muhura trading day, but hopefully this is still in time for you guys to get your dose of Muhura trading before the Tuesday market opening. And I'll start off with my general observations for the day, then we'll move on to Nifty, Bank Nifty and uh I'd love to I'd love to share my trades with you, but I did not take any trades on Mura Trading Day. I just sat and observed the action. So uh, that is what this episode will contain. And considering that this might be a bit a bit short compared to the previous ones, but you know uh, that's that's just how it is. A one-hour trading session does not warrant a one-hour podcast episode. So anyway, uh, let's get on with it, shall we? Alright, so starting off with my general observations for the day, uh, I normally refrain from using the word most because you really can't say if something, if most of something was true, uh, but most of my watch list did open gap up on the Mura trading day. In fact, I believe a huge chunk of the stocks in general opened gap up. Um, you know that that's that was actually very interesting to see because i had two two charts uh, open on my screen and both of them just shot up uh the next one uh of the next observation was that there were massive bid ask spreads and that is honestly understandable i mean when you're talking about a one hour session on a sunday on a public holiday uh it's it's generally only the true traders uh, who will be in the market playing this Mura trading game and that will generally lead to lower vo- uh, lower volumes and you know much lesser liquidity which is what we saw so that is probably why we saw those massive bid ask spreads again those spreads were like 20 rupees on maruti so 20 rupees on 7000 7, rupee stocks is not 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 uh, not that good so, but then, you know, that's that's normal, I'm assuming, considering that the lower liquidity was there today. Um, also, another observation uh, that I saw was that the markets were just crazy volatile. Uh, if you would have looked at Adani Enterprises, it was just shifting from that 187 level to 183 uh, every trade. So, it was just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and that was crazy to see. Uh, it, it just you know not decisive as such but and i know this is sort of uh sort of uh you know i'm i'm counteracting my statement here i'm contradicting my statement here but it's 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 like you know the individual movements of the stocks were not particularly decisive extremely volatile however the support and resistance levels in general did hold true so that was actually very interesting to see and that might have been because most of the traders uh rather most of the participants on the Mura trading day must have been or might have been more experienced ones so they might have uh you know actually given more respect to those levels than your average joes so that's possibly why we saw that happening and uh, okay, so there, there's this other observation uh, that, I, that, I, that I had also mentioned in my previous episode, so episode number 50, had said that in the past, the Murad trading days have generally resulted in a negative close. 
however we saw a mild positive close from you know both the indices that we're tracking and you know that that's just that's just how it was so that's also another observation i was personally thinking that hey we might see some amount of uh, perhaps profit booking happening or some correction but that was not the case it opened gap up and then it sort of fizzled out and then just went down by a bit but more on that when we actually come to nifty so uh, that that's what i observed on the mura trading day of course this was my very first mura trading day so i did not take any trades i just sat and you know basically had fun extreme extreme uh <laughs> extreme volatility were was very entertaining to see uh, entertaining to see so to speak so uh, that's what i saw and considering that i am expecting some amount of profit bookings and some corrections also uh, as we'll see in the <laughs> you know in the episode further on in the episode i am expecting some profit booking and uh, you know corrections happening in certain stocks and certain indices so and i'd keep an eye out on that on tuesday and you know th- that that's why i did not really go for any proper buys because i'm expecting tuesday uh, the prices to actually go down by a bit so better to buy at that price rather than the inflated prices and with that we can move on to nifty these this was these were all of my general observations on the mura trading day so nifty continued with the trend of the other stocks uh, and its underlying stocks and it opened gap up and from that gap up it sort of went up by a bit i remember seeing plus 80 points or so on nifty from the previous uh, from the previous close but then it fizzled down and i believe it was because of some of the underlying stocks which were misbehaving and then it went down it almost went to its uh, previous close uh, but it, but it sort of bounced back up possibly because of some brilliant performance by its underlying stocks and we'll come to those later on but it ended up closing 43.25 was points up at 11627.15 so that's what we're seeing and if we actually look at the daily chart of nifty we can see that that 11700 11690 level is just an insane uh, amount of resistance for the index and uh, similarly that 11580 to 600 level is a very strong support so we're seeing the index being sandwiched between those two levels so i'm expecting a big move happening either way up or down soon and uh, that that's that's what i'm seeing on the daily chart and on the weekly chart we can see that the the, the week's high was actually resisted um by one of the previous candles i believe it was two or three weeks ago and that again that's that's just pretty pretty interesting how that also came to the picture so just wanted to share that with you guys and considering that resistance i i'm not too sure if we'll see some big positive move, moves happening uh this week but again you know in general nifty does appear like it's on a good positive trend but we'll we'll really have to see whether that expected big move or possible big move is in the upper direction or if it's in the lower direction so 
I mean, it's got supports and resistance either way, so uh, that's why it's it's a bit difficult for me to give you all a decisive answer on that. And with that, we can move to Nifty's stocks. So the day's gainers were actually two of my favorite, favorite picks. Uh, the very first one being Tata Motors. And at one point, this was, I believe, 17 or 17 and a half percent up. And that's just crazy, man. I mean, I was actually looking at the stock, uh, the price of the stock. And the way it was moving, it was honestly quite unbelievable for me because even though I've been a huge fan and a huge sort of uh, proponent of Tata Motors as a stock, uh, despite everyone bashing it, uh, or rather despite a few people bashing it, I won't say everyone, you know, this honestly took me by surprise. I mean, there was some reason. Apparently, their losses have reduced and um, the the markets expected their losses to be quite high compared to what they actually were. That might have been one reason. But honestly, what a crazy move. And it is because of that massive move that it is above uh, pretty much all of the previous resistances. But it also has a few new ones. Uh, The thing is, where it's at and the massive gap that it's left out, I'm still expecting a correction slash profit booking. Because, you know, I'm I'm assuming both will happen. Uh, People might want to just take some quick money and move out of the stock. So I'm assuming that to happen. And uh, the price correcting to approximately 135 levels, which is where its 8MA is at. So I'm expecting that to happen on Tata Motors uh, soon. The next gainer for the day is Yes Bank. Oh, by the way, I'll just help you all with the prices also. Uh, Tata Motors, 17.86% closing uh, up. Closing at four, 149.50, so just below that 150 level, which is crazy. Uh, the next gainer for the day, again, one of my other favorites is Yes Bank, up 5.37%, closing at 54.95. And I think that the high must have been above 5%, above 55. Uh, nope, that does not appear to be the case. No, oh, it does. 56.45 was the high, so that's. It's pretty wild. Uh, but Yes Bank also, uh, we can see that 50MA resistance is still valid. And, uh, you know, as long as that 50MA resistance is there, I cannot really say uh, whether it will be a quick um, upwards move or if it will correct. Because most likely it's going to go down by a bit unless it can actually breach that level. Uh, because it has been a very important resistance level for quite some time. And it is also a doji, and a doji after a positive move has generally not shown positive moves uh, later on. So uh, that's where Yes Bank is placed. However, on the weekly chart, it is above the 8 moving average, which is a good sign. So that's where Yes Bank is. The next, rather, the loser for the day, the leader of the losers, was uh, Infratel, and Infratel is minus 2.21% closing at 212.2 and you know this is actually while it is a loser i feel it is it's one of the most promising companies that i've seen uh, that i'm seeing uh, on the charts at least today and that the reason for that is because of the char- chart pattern the candlestick pattern i highly recommend you all to look at this chart because it looks like a morning star pattern from what i can see and you know, this might be a perfect entry if it can actually go up from here. And considering that this is actually 
you know there there is some news uh related to this some some merger or something i can't quite remember i mentioned it in the previous episode but if all of that goes well then this should be a great great pick i feel because that that price level is just it's, it's crazy good and uh, this is valid on both the daily and the weekly charts so that's infratel the next loser for the day is coal india down 1.38% closing at 203 and uh, it's near 8ma on the daily chart so so honestly not a lot of uh, concern for coal india right now nothing not a matter of worry on the weekly chart though it has 20ma resistance so that is a matter of worry and which is why i would not recommend getting into the stock just yet um i'm i'm not going to say i'm short coal india like i'm bearish on coal india because it can just breach that level because it is a very news based stock also uh, however it does have that resistance so i'm expecting some not so good things to happen uh, soon uh, but again that daily 8ma support might just work for it so that's where coal india is at and that is also where nifty was at nifty's ad ratio the advanced decline ratio basically showing that how many stocks went up how many stocks went down was 29 is to 21 basically meaning that 29 stocks went up 21 went down so that's where nifty is at now we'll move on to bank nifty all right so coming to bank nifty i'm not going to talk about the entire movement of the day for bank nifty because it was very similar to what we saw with nifty except the underlying banks the underlying important banks such as icici bank did not see particularly good days as a result of which we you know we might not see um you know rather we did not see a good move on the murat trading day it sort of fizzled down a lot faster than nifty however you know in general the movements were very similar we saw mild positive movements by both bank nifty up 120.35 points closing at 29516 and this also opened with a gap up but then it sort of went back down uh that's on the daily chart on the weekly chart though it has sustained its gap up which is a good sign it shows that that ga- gap up opening has you know it's been able to take that support and maintain and sustain at that support instead of actually going down further and filling that gap uh completely so that's a good sign on the weekly chart um you know those those tight resistance and that that sort of sandwich thing that i spoke about on nifty is still valid on uh, bank nifty as well but what i can see on bank nifty is that there is a big gap resistance which is there at approximately 29700690700 if it's able to breach that level then we should be seeing at least 29820 to 29890 uh, possibly 29900 soon if that 29700 is breached so if it's breached great news if it isn't uh, then we might continue seeing some amount of indecisiveness um that's where bank nifty is now we can move on to bank nifty stocks and again i'm not really getting too much in depth into bank nifty because the individual movements and the intraday movements uh, were quite similar to nifty uh, actually it wasn't even intraday it was more like an intra hour movement uh but it was it was very similar to nifty so honestly not a lot to share i'll just end up dragging the episode uh longer than it needs to be if i do talk about bank nifty that much so that's why we can move on to bank nifty's gainers of course the very first gainer the very top gainer 
is going to be yes bank but since we already covered yes bank and nifty we won't talk about it here uh, i'll just give you a quick reminder though yes bank up 5.37 percent closing at 54.95 the next gainer for uh, bank nifty was idfc first bank and uh, that was 2.71 percent up closing at 41.75 and where it is at it looks uh it looks like it's just filled with resistances it's got 50 ma resistance on the daily chart 20 ma resistance on the weekly chart and in general you know i'm seeing very ugly candles and i'm i'm i'm, I'm using the word ugly because it, it's just you know extremely indecisive it's got random gaps it's got random uh you know inverted hammers and, and random hammers and random shooting stars and it's it's just not pleasing to look at and it's just not that indeci- uh, it's not that decisive which is why i'm calling it ugly and then that's what i'm seeing on idfc first bank's chart the top loser for bank nifty was icici bank and that is this is probably one of the major reasons why the index fizzled down uh, that's because you know icici bank went down by quite a lot if you look at you know the relative movements compared to other stocks it was down 0.28% and uh, closing at 467.80 and you know uh what is concerning me is not the fact that it went down what is concerning me is the fact that the candlestick pattern that it's showing is a spinning top after an all time high and that is not a good thing to have in my opinion because a spinning top indicates a spinning top with high volumes indicates that there might be a change in polarity uh while the volumes issue is not really addressed by you know um the mohra trading day but that spinning top is very worrying for me because it hasn't really uh, the the high of the spinning top has not really breached the high the previous high which is you know it basically shows that it's just not that bullish and considering that i'm kind of bearish on icici bank and by bearish i mean that it might correct and possibly search for supports uh you know at lower levels and then it might make another attempt to get to the all time high level rather break the all time high level seeing on icici bank next uh loser for bank nifty was bank of baroda and that is 0.16% down closing at 91.4 and this is also one more stock which has a lot of resistance similar to what we saw with idfc first bank it's got 50 ma resistance on the daily chart it's got 8 ma resistance on the weekly chart but interestingly it's actually had an 820 crossover on the daily chart which is a good sign um so i'd actually i'm actually curious to see how bank of baroda moves uh because there is a chance that it may go up and as i can see on the chart it is also at a very important support level so uh you know curious to see how bank of baroda actually moves if it is able to breach that resistance at 8ma so a close above 95 or so it should, we should be seeing some very strong moves and that's about it for today's losers and gainers i just want to talk about sbi also real quick because we'd spoken about it earlier and while it has while it is still above that 50 ma line we've seen in the past that uh you know the index the rather the price of sbi has gone 
slightly above that 50 ma line and then from there it's went back down so i'm actually waiting for it to actually sustain a bit more above 50 ma and then you know we can see whether it is a good pick or not and that is pretty much it for bank nifty also and with that we also come to the end of this episode again episode number 51 it's, it's crazy that i've reached 50 already because i still remember uh, recording the very first episode um it's just i i hope that you all are enjoying this uh, as much as i am and i hope to stick with this with this uh, you know for as long as i can and i i really do appreciate every single person who gives me feedback on these episodes because it helps me improve it helps me give you all better content and it also helps us grow together so uh, with that you know i'll sign off and happy happy trading for tuesday's session